Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the St. Emmanuel podcast. Grab your Bible and let's get into the word. We'll be hearing from Minister Caraway with a message entitled, I'm Building. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name for another day, another moment that was not promised to us. But because of your grace, God, we are still here. Lord, I pray that you will be with every home every individual listening to me right now, that you give them an ear to hear and a heart to receive, God. Harden not their hearts, Heavenly Father. Lord, make preaching easy for me today, that they see you so that they may glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Giving honor to God, to the shepherd of this house, to the leaders and lay members, and everyone under the sound of my voice, Good morning, family. I'm glad to share with you on this first Sunday of 2021. I'm about to read two scriptures to you that seemingly have nothing to do with one another, but shall reveal to us a common ground. Starting with uh, Exodus chapter 1, and then we will go to Nehemiah chapter 6. Once you have Exodus, the second book of the Bible, go ahead and shout out loud. Thank God I found the word. Exodus chapter 1 reads, And the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and multiplied and waxed exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. Now they arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when their father out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them out of the land. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramses. When you guys get a chance, uh, go ahead and, and look up on Google Python and Ramses. Those statues are huge. Uh, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. in him. 
Now that Nehemiah text I just read may seem short, but it actually says a whole lot. Because the Jerusalem that King David conquered originally only covered about 12 acres. King David's son Solomon enlarged that city on the north side to include the area of the Temple Mount, which expanded Jerusalem to about 32 acres. Then King Hezekiah came along and expanded the city on the west side to accommodate its growing population. Now the city is about 135 acres. Hezekiah then built the wall and repaired sections of the city that even exists today. We find out that Ezra and Nehemiah both brought other groups of captives to Jerusalem to repair the wall, and Nehemiah's crew were finally successful after the text says 52 days. Remember, what I just read to you was an illustration of two of God's processes. You'll find several of them throughout the Bible, like what we read in Exodus. Here, we have God's people in bondage, but they eventually are liberated and set free, just as God, as God promised. And then we have the book of Nehemiah illustrate to us that although what God is doing takes time, it still is going to happen. So if you will bear with me for a few moments, we shall engage in a sermon entitled, I'm Building. If you have access to social media, be sure to like and share the service or put this in the comments. Put in the notes the service, a reminder or prophecy over your life that God is still working on you, in you, through you. I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. God is building. Matter of fact, put a multiplication sign that says God's building because while you're working, God's working for you and through you. As I was preparing today's sermon, I had a moment of reflection. And God showed me the process in which we got here. He started with me preaching here with a sermon entitled, This is God's Plan. And then he asked us, who are you connected to? And as the year was shifting in 2020, God said, it's time for a change. And he backed up that teaching, teaching us how we can adapt to change. And then finally he critiqued us and inspired us that he indeed is preserving the cracks in the foundation of the church and in our lives. And so now God, if you did all of that in 2020, what are you doing for us right now? Where is the bus stop? What word do you have for us today, Lord? And he says, I'm building. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. But I'm building. I'm amending. In other words, I'm adding to or starting something new just like I did in Jerusalem. There's another layer, another level, another dimension in store. There's destruction and reconstruction about to take place. There's planning and collaboration that shall take place because I'm building. There's physical and spiritual wars because I'm building. But Philippians 2 says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who's working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I like how the Amplified Version puts it. He says, he is strengthening and energizing and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill the purpose 
but you have to be careful how you think because according to Proverbs 4 and 23, your life is shaped by your thoughts. So ask yourself, how are you going to build your life from here? After building these uh, kids' Christmas gifts, amongst other things, I now realize there's two ways, two processes that stand out to me when you talk about building. You either plan to execute the intended strategy in a single moment, like when you have a business ideal, it's not going to do anything with just being an ideal or just being a thing. There has to be some action that takes place. God is opening doors that no man can close, but they are just open doors until you move. This is not the year to hide in a house because you're scared of a disease, but this is the moment for you to get ready. This is the moment for you to move. This is the moment for you to build on the last moment. You might have failed. So what? God says, I'm building. I'm building your temperance. I'm building your tenacity. The reason you've been through what you've been through is so that you can be fortified. You can make God wants to make you strong enough so you can handle what's next. I'm making you strong enough to deal with different types of people and handle your purpose. We can't forget that God is indeed the architect, the mortar, and you are the clay. That's why, number two, you have to learn to take what you've been given and identify and execute piece by piece, day by day. Whether you feel your life is a pile of junk or you need fixing like a jigsaw puzzle, God is able to mend your life, but what is your expectancy? God wants to remind somebody today that I am the architect that has instructions laid out for your life. I am the architect for the entire body of Christ. I have established the blueprint for every householder. I am the power of the mortar and you are the clay. And so now you must understand and remember that some, some of you are my, are my greatest creations have to be built. My greatest creations have to be built and rebuilt. Built and mended. Built and modified. And he says, I'm still building. I'm still creating. I'm still modifying just like I did in the beginning. I built the heavens and the earth and then I built a little bit more. I built the sky, the stars, the sea, the sea animals, the land animals, and then I did a little bit more. And after I created all of that, don't forget I created man and I thought it was good. And then I modified man and I made woman. And this is when I thought everything was very good. And it says in the same manner, I'm building your life. You might not think much of it because you don't like the way it looks right now. You're working from home, you're unemployed, you're laid off. You might be letting your life go to ruin because of your temporary misfortune, but I need you to believe I'm still building. I'm still making a way. Your life is very good because I'm building your family. I'm building your house. You have reason to rejoice because I'm building your needs. Although you can't see it, I'm building your future. And that's what takes us to the Word of God today. Every time we open the Word of God, our mindset should be that God is building. God, what are you doing in my life? I'm building. You might be still, you might be idle, but I'm the omnipotent God that is always moving, that is always shifting. But question that seems to remain, are you ready to receive? 
because expectancy is a hub of inspiration. Expectancy is the thought of thinking something pleasant will happen. Your prayer life will even change once you bathe yourself with the spirit of expectancy. There are some seasoned saints listening to me right now that need to open their eyes to the mountains. Where does your help come from? And so, Father, I pray that those listening to me right now, for them to expect your presence, to expect your hand, to expect your direction in 2021, to expect you to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we may ask or think according to the power that working in us. God, I'm expecting you to ship hearts, God. I'm expecting you to cancel drug addiction. I'm expecting God to heal the land. I'm expecting a cultural shift. If you expect God to do something in your life, call it out right now in the name of Jesus. I'm expecting healing. God, I'm expecting recovery. God, I'm expecting to have that real joy. Because what the Lord has for me is for me. Jesus said, the thief coming not, but for the steal, kill, and to destroy. And I come that they might have life and life more abundantly. Is there anybody out there that can testify? They have Jesus in their life. The Savior is evident in their life. I found out that he is the good shepherd. And because he is the good shepherd, he says that no man can take it from him. But Jesus said, I lay down my life. I lay it down myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And since we are children of the Most High, we have the reason to praise His name. Because God wants to build your faith. He wants to build your family. He's building your faith. I don't care how your 2020 ended up. Let this moment be the climax for your 2021. The fact that God is still building you. The main resolution you should have is to let God work. Let him build your character. Let him work in you like you look on the inside. That's a good place to praise God. I now understand one of the reasons God builds, and it's the same reason you and I build things. It's the same reason you and I repair things. We build houses for comfort and security. To live. Just like Psalms 18 says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold, as the deacons and the mothers will say, he's protecting you from danger seen and unseen. That's what we mean when we say he is indeed a keeper. You'll soon find out that God has protected you from things that you didn't even know that was trying to attack you. From diseases, from deadly animals. There's people that God blocking. He's still blocking them because he's built. Come on into it. Yeah, so let God mold you into the new person by changing the way you think. I don't know if you have to clean up uh, this winter instead of waiting on spring. 
I don't know if you have to move out the city or drop your everyday routine, but something, something has to give. Especially when God shows up in your life like never before, because when God shows up, there's a separation. There's an illustration in the Bible that talks about separating the wheat from the tares. It's so that the original seed can be identified as beneficial when it's time for the harvest. The seed that was once independent, watered, grew in the midst of potential deadly circumstance. The person that was once the seed was once planted and grows to become the supplier now is nutritious for others. And that's you. What does that mean, preacher? I'm building you so you can become a builder. I'm building you so that you can become a supplier. In the season, I'm making builders. I want you to be a supplier of my word. I'm building people who can build my church like it's supposed to be built. People who can lead my family like they're supposed to be led. People who can reach the lost like they need to be found. I'm building unorthodox Christians. They know they, they were lost, but now they are found. Let me make this public service announcement. That the builders of the wall have easy access to reach beyond the wall. To pull somebody on our side. Some of you find yourself in an Egyptian situation like we read in Exodus. Where you're working diligently but you're feeling oppressed. You're feeling pressured. You're grinding anyway. As Pastor Garnett said the other week, you tired like a Hebrew slave, an eyes tired, boss. God showed me that there are some of you having trouble finding yourself or understanding, understanding yourself in this season. Some of you are having trouble because you're struggling to decipher good from the bad, but I come to help you understand that the word when it says that bad company corrupts good manners. It creates noise around you that you can't really hear God like you need to. And it's time to eliminate the noise. I know you love to laugh and smile with them. I, 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 I can say this. I, I know you love to hug and kiss with them, but there has to be a separation for growth. If you want to stop doing what you know you shouldn't be doing, then you have to change your environment. If you want to stop bad habits, you have to stop bad mindsets and bad language. This is how you share light and pour water on your own seed. This is how you grow. This is how you shake addiction. This is how you know I'm building. Don't be discouraged when you see things falling by the wayside because I'm building. When you see people falling out, just know I'm building. People die, but I'm building. I'm building your faith to help you understand that I am, I am. I am your right now, and I am your tomorrow. Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. No one gets to the Father except by me. And so God has you here in this moment listening to me, wondering, God, are you going to build me in this next season? What does 2021 have in store? He says, I'm building. 
I know we want to hear something else, but I'm building. He says, I've had to tear down some things. Watch me dismantle some things. People even in high places are put in a place you can witness to witness me sever some things, cut some things, put distance between you. There's a magnifying glass on the church and God is showing the world what his kingdom really looks like. Now he says, watch me build my kingdom. And it starts with you. Just so you can see I am God. It starts with you. Romans 11 lets us know, for in the first fruit be holy, the law is also holy, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. The scripture furthermore tells us about grafting into the body of Christ. A basic illustration of how one plant can be broken and binded into another and grow to be one healthy, thriving, producing vessel. That's what God wants for you today, to be officially grafted into the body of Christ. So if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, you can just simply say this prayer. Father, save my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you died and that you rose again. Please forgive me. If you said that simple prayer, welcome to the family. Welcome to the royal priesthood, a holy nation. For all of you who know God as your Lord and Savior, I pray that I said something, even if it's just a little bit, that will change your life forever. Because God is still building you. I pray that you are fruitful in 2021. So God bless you. Until we meet again, may he Thanks for joining us for this message. We hope something was said that helped strengthen your relationship with Christ. We also want to hear from you. So in the show notes of this episode, there's a link to send a voice message. Let us know something you learned or something awesome God is doing in your life. You never know when we might feature you in an upcoming episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.